With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Metro News Ram Hotline, a three-hour audio tour navigating the world of sports, news, entertainment, tech, and more from a Mountain State point of view. You can join the conversation. Text the show at 304-825-5304 or by calling 1-800-765-8255. That's 1-800-765-TALK. Here's the host for Metro News Hotline, Dave Weekly. Virginia. We are back for more in the 304. Time to get it done in the 681. Time to start our three-hour audio tour for Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. Metro News Hotline. Don't forget about our podcast. You can now listen to our show at a time that's right for you. Simply go to WVMetroNews.com. Click on the podcast link, select Hotline, and you are there. You can listen to any or all of our three hours every weekday afternoon, and we'll have a look at all of today's biggest headlines from the state of West Virginia. Who's, who's, who's yawning? <laughs> <laughs> Coop, was that you? I mean, literally, dude, I just started. We just so, started the show, Coop. No, what it wasn't doing, a yawn. Man? Something odd just happened to me, and I was trying to stifle a laugh. <laughs> because it fits our demo so well, I was like, man, I can't wait to, to, to tell this story. So, so go ahead and finish all your stuff, <laughs> and then cut, circle back around to me, and I'll share. Now, 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 wait a minute. Now, Chris Lawrence is here for the morning news. Chris, how you doing, by the way? <laughs> now wait a minute you guys can't start yawning yet i mean i just started the show i mean well, i've been here since like you went to bed so i suppose that is true you know so if anybody gets to pass on the yawn it would be me well, yeah, I mean, makes well, sense. yeah and keith's here too uh, keith thank you for How's not yawning going, Th- thanks for not yawning um chris during the the statewide morning news where yes. we're all riveted to your extremely tight professional broadcast and the entertainment report and the entertainment report what would happen if carrie yawned how would you react if you were like telling like a big story and then suddenly she'd be like, yeah, like, okay, boomer. Dude, I'm not going to say anything to Carrie Hudasek. She's got free reign. She's her own person. I'm not, I'm not throwing shade on her at any point. Coop, where did I stop here? Did I tell us, did I talk about our wonderful news updates and the, 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 uh, I think you were a three hour audio tour. The three, the traffic reports and all the other stuff that I promote at the beginning of the show. I come right after traffic. So, yeah, uh, we, we can get to- wait a minute. I talked about, I talked about the podcast and send in your postcards and, Maybe we'll respond and all that kind of stuff. Dale Cooper is my producer hey, and, and designated 
yawner today. What's he's he he's on air coop on Twitter, a good social media follow. Keith has already been introduced, right. and Keith has promised that at 3.30 today, by the way, a special hello to our hashtag 180 listeners who will probably get this reference from a couple of days ago, um, or you can go back to the podcast. Please try to keep up out there. That at 3.30, you will be bringing us back with some of your signature heavy metal. Yes, I will Okay, be. because you've apparently finished the solitaire game that you were playing two days ago. <laughs> I heard about this. And you were, you were too <laughs> wow. busy I'm, to, I'm, to, to, to play a bumper coming back I'm actually, I'm actually kind of shocked he's still here after I heard that episode. <laughs> you should have seen Coop's face when he said oh, that. Oh, man, I pulled in my garage, and he's like, yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I was distracted by a solitaire game on my phone, and I went, well, there was a rookie mistake. Oh, that's all <laughs> hey, right. hey, Keith, uh, you know. if you wanted to go next level, the song would be called Solitaire. Oh, that's right. Oh, man, that is man. good. I'm writing that down right now. That is good. All right. You know, so I woke up this morning. I'm looking outside. Do you realize what a gorgeous day it is today? I had to take a walk because, yes, I'm like, is this going to be able to something that I do later in the week? Maybe not. Probably not. I mean, it's like 60 degrees here in Charleston right now. Sunny. And sunny, blue skies, not a cloud the Trees in the sky. are still dead. Yeah, they're all still dead. That's true. But so is the grass. Yeah, tomorrow. Azalea bush is blooming though. What time is it supposed to start snowing here in Charleston? What What is snow, by the way? Is that with a capital S? I I don't remember. It might be this time. It might be this time. It's probably going to be right around the time that we start this show tomorrow. So. Uh, we're going to be expecting you to be on your game to bring people information they need during the afternoon commute. Hey, man, don't lay that don't don't lay Dude, that I'm trip. Just, I'm don't just put that trip it. on me, man. As as we used to say, hey, we, we just let Alex and Jeff come in and tell us what I, I was going to say. Maybe the real world. You, well, it's, this has happened about three times in the history of West Virginia outdoors. Right, stories were big enough that the outdoor oh, stuff yeah. got thrown to the curb, and, and it just became a news program. I would argue that most of the time it was still outdoors related in some way. Well, we had to follow I mean, the format, format, you know. So, yes. yeah, you know, <laughs> you, know. Hey, you got to ask me the reason you thought I yawned. Okay, why did you? Okay, yawn? so I did not that. yawn. I, I was, I was. It uh, sounded like a. Yawn. I know. I was stifling a laugh because uh, you know I'm like That's 47 years old, but I'm like a 17 year old can't stifle stupid, stupid <laughs> jokes. So, what fits our demo perfectly is um, I went and got a pepperoni roll. I walked and got a pepperoni roll before the show today. I needed to get out and, and jazz myself up. And it was a nice day, so I took a little walk, got a pepperoni roll and a cup of coffee, and I came back here and I was eating my pepperoni roll. I had a light lunch. I needed a little. Something to get me through the rest of the uh, the afternoon. Had had it wrapped up in a paper towel, and so we sat down for the show. I take my readers that I now read, put them on, and they were a little dirty. I needed to wipe oh. them off. So I grab my my the, the handy napkin that's laying right here, and I clean off my glasses. And now I can't see a dang thing because they're smeared with pepperoni grease. <laughs> and so that was the moment that I laughed when I noticed that I couldn't see because I smeared pepperoni grease all over my glasses. And I was like, that's kind of a perfect hotline kind of thing to do. You know what? That's a great West Virginia. Story. <laughs> Pepperoni right roll. Like, yeah, I, I can't see that's, Mom. that's hyper regional, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> pa, hand me my readers. Well, they're all still smudged from the pepperoni. <laughs> well, you rolls. know what? To, to, to continue that, if that were in my house and I took those readers off and laid them down, Gunner, Gunner would finish them off for me. I mean, they would be totally clean by tomorrow. <laughs> it's so thick, I'm going to have to put Dawn on them to clean hey, them. <laughs> you know, Chris, I'm so glad you're here. Did you see our question of the day yesterday about tech items? We we yeah. talked yesterday about the BlackBerry is dead, yeah, and, and the I question did. was, what's a tech item you had that stopped working? And I thought, you know, man, you still, I don't know if it's still plugged in, it but is. you have that big console TV, it's still there. and you got a VCR, right? 
You, I bet you got a VCR, don't you? Uh, don't, yeah, don't yes, fail me. Yes, I do. I don't, don't, yes, don't fail me. Coop, have you got a VCR? No, I do, but I don't have any tapes for it anymore. Well, I, and I take that back. I've got the the tapes of the kids when they were little. I don't even okay. have. I, I only, in fact, all the CDs that I own are ones that you've given me. I, I now have probably about two dozen CDs, and they're all ones that you've given, and they're all great. Yeah, uh, those are the only CDs I have. But I don't have. You know, we've talked about them before. I've gotten rid of all my old tech. I had a really cool VHS collection at one time, and it wasn't just stuff that you bought from the store. It was like stuff that I archived off TV. Yeah, it was like TV shows that I redubbed, cutting out the commercials myself. Um, like I had Seinfeld, uh, at least five seasons of Seinfeld before it came out on like Hulu or whatever. At one time, that it was like redubbed with me cutting out the commercials. Keith, have you ever owned a VHS player? Yeah. You yeah. have? Yeah, I have a full collection of WWF go. pay-per-views from 2001. There we go. There we go. From the Royal Rumble to... And that was Vinci. an industry, too. Those, uh, those VHSs oh, yeah. were yeah, yeah, an industry. Yeah, yeah. Now, see, like everybody hanging out all of their bootleg laundry here on the air. Well, uh, <laughs> hey, listen. Oh, no, those were retail. Those were retail. <laughs> listen, we, we give Keith a hard time about the solitaire, as we should. As, as, as should, we, as we honestly. Should. But, I mean, got a good bit, though. This... This thing, you got VHS tapes. Yeah. You like pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, you are in the pocket for us. You are absolutely in the pocket. I am made for this show. You are. You absolutely are. But I mean, it's like the calm before the storm. Is in terms of weather. It you is. know, if it wasn't for social media, you know, um, or the the weather forecasts on programs like ours or, or television, nobody would know that the snow's even coming. And there's in our oddly shaped state. There are people that are yelling at their radio right now. You fool! I've already got like an inch of snow outside. Right? You know, because that that always happens. How about this story? In the Eastern Panhandle, we were talking yesterday about all those people who were stuck for over a day on I ninety five, and we have so many residents who commute over into the district to work. I can't imagine how awful that had to be. Oh, oh no, kidding! But oh. you know, in Charlestown yesterday, they had one inch. That's all they had. Yeah. I mean, it was the snow was like blowing sideways in D.C., but in Charlestown they had like nothing. Yeah, it it, it just kind of gave West Virginia a glancing blow off that Allegheny front. This one they say though is coming at a different angle and may come through the Charleston area here, and we might actually get some significant percent. I don't know. I'm I'm a little gun shy after after I reported there was going to be measurable snowfall on Monday or Tuesday and. It, there was no measurable snowfall here in Charleston. In fact, I don't even think my car had any on it. So, uh, Chris, I'm glad you're here because I got two quick sports things I, I want your opinion on. And okay. uh, Coop, if I'm keeping you awake, just let me know. Um, <laughs> what? Who? Um, so last night, I'm watching a little bit of that bowl game, the Texas Bowl, K State and LSU, and LSU did not have a scholarship quarterback <laughs> in the game, and K State won the game like 42 to 20. And so, is this a reference to my tweet this morning? No, no. Did you tweet about it this morning? Okay, what'd you say? <laughs> I said it. Uh, judging, I didn't watch the game, but judging from what Kyle Wiggs reported on the morning news this morning, I believe LSU got their quarterback out in the parking lot before the game in a gumbo cook-off. Yeah, well, that's that, that's prob- probably true. Yeah, but as a f- person who has followed college football for a long, long time. I found it really amusing to hear like a three-hour ESPN apology of why LSU doesn't have any players. <laughs> I mean, you opened the door. You to created the this mess. I guess. A, yeah. How how did I? No, do that? ESPN. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they created this mess. They deserve to. You made the bed. You lie in it. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But that's so crazy that LSU. They were trying to make the case that LSU doesn't have players. 
come on. Yeah, they still, well, they got they got that new Southern gentleman coach that's going to come in there and you know. Well, he was on the he was on the broadcast. He was on the broadcast. There was with a great, or without accent. Without accent. Oh, good for without him. Accent. Good for him. And, wise up. Wise up. And, the, and the funny thing about that was that he came on the broadcast. We're talking about Brian Kelly, the former coach at Notre Dame, who's now at LSU. He came on the broadcast, and in the middle of his interview, K State scored. <laughs> You know, and I'm just at home thinking there are no rules anymore. There's just no, there's no rules to anything. Wait, was he coaching? No, no, he was just he's just there overseeing. Yeah, yeah, he's just this this thing ain't on my record. That's all you down there. Whatever. Hey, y'all, just came down here to check out the game. Give me some gumbo now. What are you doing? Okay, the other story I wanted to ask you guys about is we fair or not? We have all voted for awards, right? We have voted for certain awards. We have been, as members of the media, for some sort of awards, sports or not, we have voted for awards. What do you make of this story out of Chicago where Herb uh, Hubarkish is saying that he will not vote for Aaron Rodgers for MVP of the NFL because Aaron Rodgers is a bad guy? He's a bad person. He doesn't like him. He says he's the biggest jerk in the NFL, and for that reason... He is not going to vote for him as the MVP of the National Football League. What is your reaction to that story? I mean, mine is that what's on the field, what's on the field. I mean, what? To, I mean, short of of you know being criminal, like outright, like a bank robber or murderer or something like that. I mean, yeah. um, short of that, and even Ty Cobb killed a guy. I mean, you know, but I mean, what's on the field? What's on the field? I mean, we've he didn't. I think that's a tough. I think that's a tough uh, ethic to stick by. I think you would have a hard time defending yourself down the road with every vote that you would end up doing because somebody somewhere is going to be a bad guy to someone. But don't they basically give you these award votes so that you'll be impartial and you'll be able to rash, uh, rational uh, make a rational decision on who you should vote for the MVP? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is most likely going to win it. I think it's going to be like his fourth uh, his fourth MVP award. But the reason that Hub Arkish is basically saying that he's the biggest jerk uh, in the NFL is because he's based in Chicago and what uh, all the stuff that Aaron Rodgers said about the Bears. Well, if you're going to base your award on somebody being a jerk, I can think of a lot of people who should not have gotten the award. Did I ever tell you about my problem with the Heisman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that is true. <laughs> Never mind. I was joking there. Yeah. But seriously, how can you I – mean, it's supposed to be based on the man's performance on the field, uh, regardless of what he says off the field. I just wonder, you know, it just seems like now oh, – He said Ty Cobb killed a guy. Yeah, so. he, he did say that, <laughs> you know. But award voting has become a lot more public than it used to. I mean, I was looking at some of the well, uh, Hall of Fame baseball ballots today. I was going to say, that, what about Pete Rose? I mean, everybody, you know, there was such a conflict between the uh, baseball's office and Pete Rose back when all of this happened. I can, I, there's a whole bunch of people that have gotten in the Hall of Fame that have done a whole lot worse than Pete Rose, but it was because of his personality conflict with the commissioner at the time that has apparently set this precedent that it can't happen. No, but technically Pete Rose isn't on the ballot. Right. Okay, he's not on the ballot. Um, Coop, I was looking at uh, uh, Rosencrantz, the guy who, who writes uh, about the Reds yeah, for the Trent, Athletic. Yeah. He voted for, you're, you can vote for a, t- a 10. You can vote for 10. And his ballot is published. And I saw that ballot. It made me th- start thinking about 
how do we how are we supposed to feel about baseball writers who don't vote for any candidates? Because there's been a handful yeah. of those guys who send in their Hall of Fame ballots. Empty, not not voting for. And you yeah. can vote for as many as ten, but you don't have to vote for ten. You don't have to vote for any. But there are some writers who are not sending in any votes. I just feel it's very performative. They're trying to like they're making themselves the point of the voting and not the player. I've ne- I've always felt that very distasteful. They're either trying to make a point that uh, these players aren't as good as they used to be, or something else. I've read some reasoning with this and. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not a big fan of it. Just to go back to the to the arkish thing about not voting for Aaron Rodgers because you got a problem with some of the stuff that he's done off the field. I mean, don't you kind of feel like he's getting some um, unearned publicity in Chicago? I mean, this is probably a very popular opinion in Chicago to take your ballot for the Hall of Fame, or not for the Hall of Fame, for MVP in the National Football League, and kind of turn it into a regional kind of bias i just don't think it's set up for that yeah it's not not necessarily well, then how are you going to fix it i don't know you probably you probably just have know. to live with this every once I, I was in a while say, you're, do it. everybody if, if you're gonna if you're gonna assign this responsibility to people who have personalities and there's so many different personalities and there are so many regional personalities i don't know how you can take that kind of bias or that sort of thinking that line of thinking out of it kind of reminds me of the guy you remember the guy who didn't vote for Derek jeter oh yeah yeah okay so there was one guy who didn't vote for Derek jeter and you couldn't look at jeter's career and say he doesn't deserve to be in the hall of fame right but this was more about like bringing attention the only argument for jeter is if he was as great as like if he was like the best or like the fifth best or something you know i mean it wasn't it wasn't really that the one thing i will say i I wasn't overly familiar with the story before you brought it up so i thought it had more to do with like the uh the immunized versus uh uh, vaccinated thing that was brought up the the pointing out the uh the rn rand like that makes you smart or something in the background um i thought it had more to do with that the fact that it's actually more rivalry based I have slightly less of a problem with it, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I still have a problem you with know it, what? but it's slightly less. You know, we can when you make a comment like that, I, I sort of feel like we're circling back to that Heisman thing with Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like when somebody from St. Louis wins the MVP in baseball or wins the Cy Young or something. That's kind of coop. He wouldn't give that Cy Young vote to uh, somebody from the Cardinals. That's probably right. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, I'd like to think I would, but maybe I would like if I was a sport. Sports writer, I'd write an article uh, explaining why I really hate doing it or something. You know what I mean? Hey, let's get Alex Thomas in here for a quick news update. Alex, what's up in the news? Yeah, guys, over the website wvmetronews.com, we have our eyes on some winter weather that's going to be coming late tomorrow afternoon and to tomorrow night. A winter weather war- warning will be going to effect at noon tomorrow and remain in effect until 8 o'clock Friday morning. It depends on where you are in West Virginia when it comes to snowfall. If you're in the more mountainous areas, you could see 5 to 7 inches, and in the central parts and southern parts of west virginia that changes to four to eight inches and if you're in the northern part of the state that's two to four inches the big thing right now of course is what are we doing to prepare for this what are we doing to make sure that our roads are safe and the division of highways already has crews ready to go for the snowfall to come tomorrow night yeah if you go to the front page of the website the wvmetronews.com the 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 big picture the first thing you see is the snowplow yeah that's the first thing you're gonna see so you know i'm Coop, how many times did it snow here in Charleston last year? Once, maybe? I mean, we would have to, like, 
we would have to define what we mean by that. But if you mean like true. an inch or more, then probably once or twice, yeah. I would think. Uh, I might be wrong, but that's but, to the memory. Also, that's enough snow for me. Like one <laughs> snow, I'm good with. I'm fine with. Well, listen, you're going to be my expert on snow, so stay on top of that big guy. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, now, if you're not too busy back there with solitaire, Keith, close the barn door because the state news roundup for today is over. Back with more in a minute. Hotline with Dave Weekly will return on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Minutes from the Federal Reserve's latest policy meeting just out this hour show a strengthening U.S. economy and higher inflation could push the central bank to hike benchmark interest rates earlier than previously thought and more often than first thought. That means higher rates on mortgages, car loans, credit cards, and that soured the mood on Wall Street with earlier gains now gone. And the Dow is down four-tenths of one percent. The tech-heavy Nasdaq really taking hits, down more than two percent. The S&P 500, one percent lower. There is some good news today for Boeing, Las Vegas-based Allegiant Airlines, making the switch from using just European-made Airbus jets. It's agreed to buy 50 new Boeing 737 MAX jets, a $2.5 billion order. And hopeful news from Silicon Valley chipmaker NVIDIA, which says the computer chip supply chain problem should start to improve, but not until the second half of this year. I'm Tom Busby, Bloomberg Radio. As schools debate whether or not to take classes back online and scary COVID stories dominate the news, is this year's Consumer Electronics Show even relevant? I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Their protection plans could save you thousands. Go to carshield.com slash Kim to save 10%. Deductible may apply. The Consumer Electronics Show, or CES, bills itself as the most influential tech event in the world. That's debatable. Apple's never there, and the show has already been cut back because of the COVID scare. It all gets underway today in Las Vegas. And the most important CES rule is that virtually every gadget introduced with great fanfare usually goes absolutely nowhere. So what to look for? Well, even with Facebook's big push into alternate realities, And even with its new name, Meta, nothing new is expected. But television breakthroughs are the notable exception to the CES rule. Look for OLED screen prices to fall, even with inflation. And also look for electric vehicle news. We're tracking CES at commando.com. When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? You don't want some random passersby looking in on you. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. Did you know that your internet service provider knows every single website you visit? What's worse, they can sell this information. ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. ExpressVPN works on all your devices, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected even if they don't have ExpressVPN. And the best part is, it's as easy as closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. Use my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash Kim to get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim. At Gareed Dental Group, we treat all our patients like family. This mission has been with us from the beginning, ever since Dr. Sammy Gareeb opened our first location over 40 years ago. Now with six convenient locations to serve you and your family in Polka, South Charleston, Cross Lanes, St. Albans, Taze Valley, and Canal City, it's easier than ever for us to see your smile. 
Give us a call at 1-800-GREAT-CARE or visit GareebDentalGroup.com so we may treat you how we treat all of our patients, like family. Hey, this is Dave Allen. Be sure to join us for the next 580 Live from the Parmar Store Studio. Brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group, the anniversary of January 6th. We're going to spend some time talking about that. Put your calls and text. 580 Live at the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. All right, we are back. We are just underway. We're up and running. Uh, Keith, can you, that first segment, can you cut that out of the podcast? I, I don't know. I mean, do we really want to hear that part about Coop yawning like 15 seconds after the show begins? I think it would be funny, but if you want me to, I will. He's kind of stepped out into the hallway. If you wouldn't mind, like mark the tape and okay. maybe put that in your pocket on your way out of here today. You got it. All right. Uh, we will take a quick break here at the bottom of the hour for local news. When we come back. You know, we were so busy talking about yawning and the, the kind of stuff we get into. I forgot to set the question of the day. You know, if you follow me on Twitter, you, are, you already know what it is. But if you own a radio, and that's how you're listening to our program, we will reveal that after this news break coming up at the bottom of the hour. Jeff Erickson from Rotowire is going to be here to fix your fantasy football team. That'll be at 345 this afternoon. Uh, we're going to play pick one in about an hour or two. So we got a lot of stuff coming up, despite how Coop seems to act when he's behind an open microphone. (laughs) This is Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. With your news update, I'm Alex Thomas from the Parmar Store Studio 580 WCHS. If you don't have a Parmar Store near you now, you will soon. It is 3.30 and 54 degrees in downtown Charleston. West Virginia bracing for winter weather. Snowfall expected to begin tomorrow evening and bring upwards of 8 inches to the Kanawha Valley. National Weather Service meteorologist Megan Keebler says the storm will move from the east. So we are expecting a heavier burst of snow to move in right around the evening commute time uh, around the southern portions of West Virginia, and that will ride up into the mountains. So that is where we expect the heavier bursts to occur in the higher accumulation. Mm. Snowfall will fall into Friday morning. A winter weather warning for much of the state will go into effect tomorrow at noon. Thousands of West Virginians will see an increase in Social Security payments following a cost-of-living adjustment. Tom Hunter with AARP West Virginia explains. It's a, about a 6% increase, a 5.9% increase. That represents the largest COLA increase for Social Security beneficiaries since 1982. The increase comes amid ongoing concerns with rising consumer costs and changes with Medicare Part B. A coronavirus testing and vaccination event taking place this afternoon at the Shawnee Sports Complex. The event goes until 4 o'clock. A scholarly competition is coming to the Mount State. The West Virginia Academic Showdown will involve high school teams facing off against each other. The announcement about the contest made today, State Superintendent of Schools, Clayton Birch. 29 teams the first year from 19 schools are going to be participating and we already have a commitment from at least 25 more teams next year. The event will be held at various colleges across the state. The first competition, January 15th, at Marshall University. Act weather forecast, clouds and breaks of sun this afternoon. Breezy and mild as well. It is 54 degrees at 332. Cloudy this evening with a low of 24 degrees. You're listening to The Voice of Charleston, 96.5, 104.5, and 580 WCHS. 
Stronger together. Game on. Go Thornhill and fall into savings on our entire inventory at the Thornhill Motor Mile. We've got your winning playbook with more vehicles, more lenders, more options, and even more. Offering top dollar for your ride. Whether you plan to buy, sell, or trade, Thornhill Automotive has miles of selection with new models arriving daily. And we've always got you covered with our Thornhill 10 years, 150,000 mile value plus warranty. It's time. Fall into savings on the Thornhill Motor Mile and online at thornhillautomotive.com. Thornhill is proud to be community strong and support all our local teams this season. Good luck. Thank you for your support. And God bless America. See Thornhill for all details. Sports from the Parmar Stores studios. If you don't have a Parmar store near you now, you will soon. The WVU football team has lost another receiver to the transfer portal. Sean Ryan has entered the portal for the second time in his career. Ryan participated in senior day activities prior to the Texas game back in November. Ryan played three seasons at WVU after transferring in from Temple prior to the 2019 campaign. He caught 69 passes for 882 yards and three touchdowns in 29 games with the Mountaineers. Ryan will have one season of eligibility left. WVU has now lost three of their top five wideouts this year to the portal, along with Winston Wright and Isaiah Esdale. The Big 12 Conference wrapped up bowl season with a 5-2 record. Kansas State defeated LSU 42-20 in the Texas Bowl last night in Houston. Baylor, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and Texas Tech also collected bowl wins for the league. With this update of sports, I'm Joe Bricado on 580 WCHS. Leave the intimidating Wall Street jargon behind and get relatable advice from John Burdett of 4th Avenue Financial. Retire Right Radio this Monday morning at 820 on The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. Now that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. This is brand new, by the way. This came out today. There you go. There you go. Welcome back to the program, by the way. Metro News Hotline here until 6 o'clock. Coop, we didn't do uh, our uniform open, but I think we're okay. Uh, we're still on the air, so we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're Some, good to go. Sometimes you can break uh, break for script a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And uh, Chris is here from the from the morning news as well. Uh Chris, please hang in until you hear the question of the day. Okay. 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 Are we I'm, ever going to get to that? Well, I mean, I've been waiting for a half hour. You know, well, hold on one second. You know, Coop's over here you yawning, know, and I got to talk about the guys lot. in here playing solitaire. I mean, the <laughs> yeah. thing's off the rails I, already. I gotta, so. I gotta, say, I gotta say this about the lottery first. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, jackpots are in the millions here in West Virginia, and who doesn't want to be a millionaire? Getting the Powerball drawings. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, and the Mega Millions drawings, Tuesdays and Fridays. Will you be the next big winner? Play today. The Powerball jackpot is now $610 million. $610 million. It doesn't go as far as it used to, though. You know, that's what they say. Inflation. The uh, Mega Millions jackpot is at $278 million. Coop, by the way, did you see where uh, Kathy Mateus confirmed for tomorrow? Yes, I did. So we love having her on the One show. One of my favorite native West Virginians. She is fantastic. Um, and she would probably clean your glasses, wipe the pepperoni grease right off your glasses. No, she, she would sit here and laugh at you like we are. Maybe she would write a song about it. <laughs> oh, no, there you go. There you go. I would take that. Inspire All right. Song. Without further ado, let's get into the question of the day. It is 2022. It's a new year, and maybe it's time to punch up our vocabulary. Lake Superior State University in Michigan released its annual Banished Words List Last Friday, the final day of 2021, the school's been putting out this list since 1976, and the list is compiled from submissions sent in from around the English-speaking world of phrases or words to be banished for misuse, overuse, and usefulness. This year's top ten words and phrases are as follows. Wait, what? Hmm. That's one of them. That's one of them. 
No worries is number two. At the end of the day is three. That being said is four. Asking for a friend is five. Circle back is six. Deep dive is seven. The new normal is eight. You're on mute is number nine. And finally, supply chain. Once again, the list. Wait, what? No worries. At the end of the day, that being said, asking for a friend, circle back, deep dive, the new normal, you're on mute, and finally, supply chain. So, the question of the day is this. What words or phrases would you like to see go away for good in 2022? Once again, the question of the day. What words or phrases would you like to see go away for good in 2022? To respond, text those in, 304-TALK-304. That's 304-8255-304. Or tweet me at weekly, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y. One word, three E's, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y. Coop, your reaction to that list. You know, um, I'm guilty strongly of one and two, I think. Was it, you know, right, and no worries. What about wait what? Now, um, the, I don't do wait what much. Um, I see it online more, um, uh, but, yeah, I don't think I do that one much. There's some on that list. I think it was three and four, maybe four and five. There's been times in my life that I've actually tried to condition myself from saying certain things that I don't like. That being said is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I've tried to coach myself not to say, so I think I've almost eliminated that from my expression list. There's a few of them like that. There's probably more that I need to because I know I have crutches that I when I when I air check myself I have tons of crutches that I know that I need to eliminate. But uh, yeah, I'm guilty of at least one and two very very badly. Chris, circle back to was yeah. one that I and in fact Coop even used it earlier in the show. Sure, and I, I, did. I almost came across the table on him. <laughs> but the the word that I would love to see eliminated, what I I can't stand, is the word kiddos. In, re- in, <laughs> refer- in reference huh. to children, the kiddos. I hate that word. Man, we have a lot of response already to this. I bet. Which proves one thing, that hashtag 180 Club gets these <laughs> questions of the day like a half an hour before we actually broadcast them. Um, from our broadcast location. You know Charleston. what? M- maybe we should have like a subscription service. Yeah, where, baby. Where you can subscribe to get like, you know, like an extra newsletter. You get like the, the, uh, food to- or the, the in or out topics and the question of the day early. Like we could put together a premium package for folks that want to subscribe to it, you know? We swag. Maybe, maybe an NFT or something, you know? Yeah. We could get that to work. <laughs> that's true. You do realize that that's extra work, right? Yeah, I, I can get Keith to do it. Yeah. He's what, what else is he's he doing? Playing solid he's there. obviously got nothing but time. <laughs> exactly. Can we get rid of uh, NFTs now? Uh, let's see. Uh, this is pretty good. Here's one from um, uh, on on Twitter: Coffee, Chocolate, and Sarcasm. Uh, that's a great nickname, by the way, for an account. Uh, she says any phrase with the word "journey" in it. For example, thank you for being part of my journey. <laughs> I'm with her. I'm down with that. Or it's been a long journey. <laughs> kind of new agey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really true. I can buy a thesaurus. The problem with some of it is sometimes there's legitimate use for these phrases, and it still sounds grating when it's used even properly. <laughs> you know, even when you're like, you know, like even if you need to use, or if you actually went on a journey, you know, I mean, yeah. you could say trip, I guess. But what if it was like a classical journey? You know, like it might have been a, a voyage. You know, yeah, it could have been. 
been a voyage. Here's what another one. To Here's another one from uh, an account that's uh, West Virginia International Jaeger Snark. Um, this is Dave. I forgot to mention at the end of the day, which at the end of the day is really overused. Yeah, yeah that's another one I've coached myself out. That's of. that's all pretty good stuff. Uh, let's get into the sound of sports. Let's do a little bit of that. We've got to move this thing along. We had Jeff Erickson coming up. Oh, I mentioned last night the tax act. Tax Act, Texas Bowl, LSU and Kansas State. Skylar Thompson, Malik Knowles, Deuce Vaughn, they all had big nights. And the Wildcats beat LSU 42-20. to Best in the country over the last three seasons. Thompson pressured again. Gets it out of the pocket to Malik Knowles, and he turns it upfield. Knowles to the goal line, left the football behind. He is in. Touchdown, Kansas State. Three tight ends on the left side. Here's a toss. Vaughn. Touchdown, Kansas State. His 16th rushing touchdown of the season. I tell you what, that Deuce Vaughn, he's a pocket rocket now. I mean, uh, you don't see him when he gets the ball. He's back. He's behind those big uglies up front as I try to use it, as many uh, Deuce Vaughn, right? Crazy that's his phrases. Name? Yeah, Deuce it's, Vaughn. That's a great football name. It is a good it's name. It's a great good name. You're right. 42 20, the final score. You know, you may have heard about it. National championship game is on Monday night. Alabama, a slight underdog to Georgia at this point. That's incredible. Here's Nick Saban talking about Rat being poison. an underdog in this game. You know, being an underdog is being an underdog. They have a really good team that's very well respected. We have a tremendous amount of respect for them. Um, and I think, you know, it's important for our players to know um, what they need to do to be able to continue to have success in the next game, regardless of what happened in the last game. And here's Kirby Smart of Georgia talking about the players uh, on the Bulldogs are excited to get another shot at the Tide. As far as the mental capacity and mental mindset of our guys, they're, they're excited. They got another, I earned another opportunity to go play a really good football team. Now we've got a really good football team. So our guys were physical, uh, excited, and looking forward to, to this opportunity on the biggest stage there is. All right, it's a short week for the Steelers after they beat the Browns on Monday night. Ben Laroethlisberger earlier today talking about the Ravens game in Baltimore on Sunday. He doesn't expect any farewell gifts. Uh, you don't till uh, today, probably. You know, Tuesday was, was still pretty special. Um, and then you, you get up and um, you realize what this week is. And it's Baltimore week, and uh, makes it fun. Not unless Suggs wants to go with me. <laughs> I did. That's why um, I was just alerted of that, and uh, we've had a lot of battles together. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, was, we were uh, friendly when we needed to be friendly, but I think there's more than anything. There's a, a lot of respect between the two of us. All right, that's going to do it for the Sound of Sports. Chris, thanks for dropping in, bro. Thanks, man. Always good to be here to help you get this show off the ground. Somebody's got to do it. Yes. Yeah, we, it, it helps when you push us, and then we get <laughs> then we get rolling. That we got to get the car started. All right, man. All right we are going to talk to Jeff Erickson in just a minute. Jim Christie, Landscape Market Lead Principal with Civil and Environmental Consultants, talks about how working for CEC meant coming home to new opportunities in West Virginia. What's exciting to me is that I moved back to West Virginia watching the tourism industry come back. That brings new jobs, new opportunities to people from West Virginia. And I want to help these communities where I grew up to really become something that they've always wanted to be. Find out what CEC can do for you at wearecec.com. Fruit Pharmacy is offering curbside pickup. 
Simply call your local Fruth and ask to place a curbside order. A friendly Fruth associate will call you once your order is complete and let you know when you can come pick it up. Once you arrive, please call your store and their staff will bring your purchase to your car. Fruth Pharmacy wants you to stay happy and healthy. Please feel free to utilize their drive through local delivery, and curbside pickup services at this time. Fruth, your hometown family pharmacy. Hotline with Dave Weekly will return on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Joe Manchin delivered on a bipartisan infrastructure plan to expand statewide high-speed Internet, repair our roads and bridges, and create thousands of West Virginia jobs. Now Joe's working to responsibly put money in our pockets to fight inflation without busting the budget. Manchin's compromise plan would cut taxes for working people, create universal pre-kindergarten, cut health care costs, deliver millions to rebuild rural towns across our state, and create even more good-paying jobs for West Virginia. All paid for by millionaires and big corporations with no new taxes for us, while the rich and powerful finally pay their fair share. Joe Manchin, making Washington spend wisely, and as always, putting West Virginia first. Paid for by West Virginia Strong to encourage Senator Manchin to continue to negotiate the best deal for our state. Get the latest local news and weather, live high school sports, and your favorite talk shows like 580 Live and Ask the Expert. Right from your smartphone with the 580 WCHS app. Go to Google Play or the App Store now and search for WCHS. Or check out WCHSnetwork.com and download the app today. Then you'll have the news and information you need to connect to our community. The WCHS app. WCHS app. Now available at WCHSnetwork.com. It doesn't matter whether it's spring, summer, fall, or winter. Sports are always in season on Charleston's ESPN Radio. Charleston's ESPN is the radio home of college football and basketball, Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. Champions are made on Charleston's ESPN with the College Football Championships, the World Series, and the NBA Finals. Sports 24 hours a day, powered by the worldwide leader. Charleston's ESPN 106.7 and 1490, part of the WCHS News Network. 580 Live with Dave Allen. Television programming gets so much better mm-hmm. because there's, you know, a horror show or some kind of spooky show. You mean it's not the Hallmark Christmas movies? Let me tell you how badly I want to blow the television up when that crap is on there. You know what my favorite Hallmark Christmas movie was? What? It's the one about the girl that goes away and does really, really well, but then she comes back to her hometown and reconnects with an old flame. Have you seen that one? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I've all I've seen the commercial. 580 Live, weekday mornings at 9 on The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. 580 WCHS provides informative talk and unique programming every weekend. On Saturdays, check out Diverse Talk Radio with West Virginia Outdoors, hosted by Chris Lawrence. Auto Smarts Car Talk out of Columbus. A fresh perspective from ABC News. The Money Pit Home Improvement and the Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. The programming listings are at WCHSnetwork.com slash programs. On Saturdays, like every day, your information station is the voice of Charleston. 580 WCHS. Raise your space and science IQ every Sunday night with Planetary Radio on 580 WCHS. Planetary Radio visits with the scientists, astronauts, and space leaders with exciting perspectives on the exploration of our solar system and beyond. 
I'm Matt Kaplan. Join me, Bill Nye the Science Guy, and other Planetary Society colleagues as we travel the universe. That's Planetary Radio, Sunday nights at 9.30 on The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS and 96.5 FM. The Science Fantastic with Michio Kaku presents cutting-edge science explained in everyday language. Tune in Saturday evenings from 6 to 9 on The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. All right, welcome back to the show. 13 minutes till the hour. You know, we enjoy spending some time every Wednesday at this time to get Jeff Erickson, senior editor at uh, rotowire.com, into the mix. He's got his own Sirius XM fantasy show that he does every day. Jeff, how you doing? Dave, I'm doing well. Happy to talk to you. What's going on? Happy to talk to you as well. Uh, great to get you back in the show in 2022. So, you know, for a lot of people, last weekend was the championship week of fantasy football. But there are a lot of leagues where it's this week, which is kind of uh, kind of tricky because it's the last regular season game. And we don't know how long some of the stars, some of the biggest fantasy performers of the year, are actually going to play because teams will be trying to keep those guys safe for the playoffs. Is that a big factor this week? Oh, it absolutely is, Dave. Um, And it's probably trickier than ever now that we're in the COVID era, too, uh, that it's easier to just, like, you look at the Eagles. They put 12 guys in the COVID IR on Monday. They've clinched a playoff spot. And they really don't have any upward mobility. They're either going to be the six or the seven, and frankly, it doesn't really matter which. Uh, so if they're if I'm the Eagles, I'm considering resting all my key players. The Bengals, we know, are going to rest key players. Joe Burrow came out today and said that he won't be playing. Um, that either resting his knee. I don't think the Packers are going to play their key players, or at least they're not going to play them very much. Uh, and I think you know the Cowboys are also perhaps a threat to, to rest players too. I mean. There are some years where you get five or seven teams to do this. It's actually fewer teams this year because we only have one by team for each conference. So uh, that, that's one thing that they did to change in the playoff structure is that it might in, give, incentivize some teams to play a little harder to try to get uh, tr- to play a little longer there uh, to, to try to get that one. But there's only one, seed, one by week for each each conference now. Yeah, I mean, that's such a crazy thing. But – you know what? If you win that fantasy trophy, it doesn't have your team name on it, and then underneath it said, "Oh, I only won this because Joe Burrow didn't play the last game of the season." You got to find a way. Yeah, all my leagues uh, we uh, finish in week seventeen, uh, which used to be week sixteen. But I do have one league where a total point, a total points bet continues on through week eighteen. So I'll I'll set an lineup there, make some pickups there, but. Uh, there's been too many years where, like, Peyton Manning sitting out week 17. So they, they, and, you know, along with Marvin Harrison, and if you've written him to the, the finals, it's kind of tough. So, I mean, you know, the, the Burrow example is pretty strong, though. It did carry on for a pretty, you know, carry people to win their championships in some cases. But, uh, same token there. You know, you're right. You do have to kind of keep battling on otherwise. Yeah. So from a fantasy perspective, how has this additional regular season game impacted the season? Um, it's, I think, greater attrition. We've seen more guys get hurt. Uh, you know, every week, successive week you play, a greater chance of guys going down. Uh, it's just weird. It's just, it feels wrong, Dave. It feels like, you know, usually there's a game in between Christmas and New Year's, and that's the final week of the season, and it's kind of a, a penultimate. You know, I mean, it's kind of like, a, what's, what's a, it's like the Tour de France final stage. In most okay. cases, your leagues are settled, and you're just able to watch the games and see the teams battling for, uh, 
playoff position. But now that's what this is. And here it's going to be January 9th for most of these teams when they do it. You know, um, earlier in this hour, before you jumped on with us, we were talking, I'm sure you saw this story about Hub Arkish in, in Chicago is not going to vote for yeah. Aaron Rodgers for MVP because he says he's a bad person and, and all that kind of stuff. Who is the MVP? If the season ended today and we didn't have one more week, who is the MVP of the fantasy football season? Uh, the fantasy football season is a little bit different. Uh, well, I mean, it depends. Is it getting you to the playoffs or is it winning in the playoffs? I yeah. think if it's winning in the playoffs, it's Burrow and Chase, you know, and yeah. Burrow and Hagan. Uh, if you had either of those two combos, I mean, it went a really long way to getting you there. Um, <laughs> I, I think, uh, and plus there's a lot of great pickups, you know, getting to the fantasy football championship game. You might have used Justin Jackson in your semifinals, and he got you. There. You know, he got you a long way. If he, you know, replacing Eckler uh, against the Texans had a massive game, uh, and you know that, that he was there for free. If you're looking for guys that you, you probably drafted, it has to be Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah, we're looking at uh, at some of the the records that are still out there for NFL players going into the in the final week. You know, when I when I looked at this question and I knew you were going to be on the program today, the first guy I jotted down was Jonathan Taylor. But you know, you you make a great point about guys who have really stepped up and just been out of sight once the playoffs have begun in fantasy football. So we're talking about the last three weeks, and you're right about Chase and Burrow. I mean, nobody's been hotter. Right, and uh, Burrow the last you know over 900 yards the last two weeks with no interceptions. I mean, that that's just insane. Um, and uh, he launched himself into the actual MVP discussion, which is interesting. You know, the year it's it's year premature, but you know it's going to make the, at least he's in the discussion. Uh, and who knows what's going to happen? Uh, you, you mentioned Hub Arkish, and you know he's not going to vote for Rogers. Uh, but who's he going to pick it to? Is it going to be Brady? Is it going to be Cup? Is it going to be Taylor? Yeah. Could it be Burrow? Well, no, I think they'll just kind. Of, I think. I think Rodgers will win because I think those guys will kind of cancel each other out. Yeah, I think Rodgers is going to win because I, I don't think it's really going to be that close. Monday night, Steelers beat the Browns. And we're talking about guys who who were potential MVPs in fantasy football this year. Nick Chubb. I mean, as a Steeler fan, I, I love the, the idea that the Browns didn't give him the ball very much against that Steeler defense, which has had trouble against the run all year long. This week, you mentioned the fact that Burrow's not going to play, Mixon's not going to play, Baker's not going to play. Where do you have Nick Chubb this week? Well, I don't know how much he's going to play because he's dealing with sore ribs. Yeah, uh, I've got him in the in the teens right now, um, but if he's if he has full practices and we know that Cream Hunt's not going to play, well, then I'll boost him back up. I just. I'm wary though. I mean, he had four carries in the first half, Dave, and when the game was, uh, you know, when the game was still close, and even in the third quarter, you know, he rips off a couple of good runs, and um, first down and ten, let's let's go Baker Mayfield with empty backfield and a shotgun. No, uh, it's just, I, I think a lot of this, you know, a lot of my frustration stems from this, and it, this has been an ongoing issue. You've had Nick Chubb in a fantasy league. This isn't new. You, you want him to be, you know, get more usage and you want to see him being used in the passing game. It's not like he's got brick hands. He's not Ronald Jones out there. He can catch. Yeah. Uh, it's just they don't use him in the passing game either. All right. Jeff, got to leave it there. Thanks for coming on the show. We'll talk again next week. All right. Thanks, Dave. Jeff Erickson, senior editor at rotowire.com. Coop, I wonder how many people lost in the fantasy semifinals or the finals last week because Antonio Brown got ejected. It sort mm-hmm. of reminds me of the year that Steve Smith was just – 
insanely good for the Carolina Panthers that got ejected uh, early in like the the next to last game of the regular season. What was season. Browns per game average though? I mean, he only had about 500 yards and four touchdowns or something. I mean, I know he yeah. had suspended a couple games, but I don't think anybody was like relying on him for a double uh, double digit game or anything necessarily. Yeah, the matchup though against the Jets, yeah, like yeah, that. true. Good point. Good point. That's right. We'll take a break. Back in a minute. Trading in your business fleet or personal vehicle for a new one? Donate your used vehicle to Good News Mountaineer Garage and get the best tax deduction possible and the satisfaction of knowing your donation changed the life of someone in need. Good News Mountaineer Garage repairs donated vehicles and provides them to qualified West Virginia families, giving them access to employment, safe and affordable housing, health care, and other vital necessities, and putting them on the road to economic independence. Call 1-866-GIVE-CAR today for Good News Mountaineer Garage. When I started at Mountain View Solar, I was placed on the installation crew, and I was very green to anything construction-related. Henry Gill Newton from Berkeley Springs. Within about a year, I was able to run a crew and go out to jobs. I think it's time that we start working towards creating new infrastructure that can renew itself within seconds and maintain itself through years and years to come. Paid for by Environmental Defense Fund. These days, it seems like we're paying more for just about everything, especially prescription drugs. The big drug companies charge Americans three times more than everyone else in the world. They're making record profits, and our prices keep going up. West Virginians have had enough. We need Congress to get back to work and finally pass the bill that would let Medicare negotiate lower drug prices for patients. It's the only way we'll get prices under control. That's why the big drug companies are spending millions on lies and scare tactics to stop it. But Senator Joe Manchin knows Medicare negotiation is best for West Virginia patients. Makes no sense at all that we don't go out and negotiate. The VA does a tremendous job. Medicaid does it. Why doesn't Medicare? We've never been so close. The plan in Congress could pass right now, but we need Senator Manchin's support. His vote will make the difference for West Virginians. Please, Senator Manchin, don't let this moment slip away. Paid for by Patients for Affordable Drugs Now. If your New Year's resolution is to find a job you love, you're in luck. Head over to Mardi Gras Casino and Resort Tuesday, January 11th for a job fair in our Big Easy Lounge. We'll be there from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. to fill open roles in player services, security and surveillance, compliance, housekeeping, food and beverage, reception, and more. Who says work can't be fun? Stop by Mardi Gras Job Fair January 11th. Visit MardiGrasCasinoWV.com for more information. When the Kanawha Valley needs to know, it tunes to 580 WCHS. It takes a long time to view video evidence. At some point, you've got to stop watching it. If we do not change, we will not survive. I think with all in me, we should absolutely be respectful of people's freedoms of choice. This will be a safe, modern highway. Award-winning coverage delivered around the clock from the area's only 24-hour newsroom. The voice of Charleston is 580 WCHS. The longest-running public affairs program from television is also on the radio. Tune in for Meet the Press with Chuck Todd, Sundays at noon on The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. Meet the Press is an hour-long show featuring interviews from politicians and world leaders who make news and policy in Washington and around the globe. Issues and scandals are reviewed and discussed in deep detail, which reveals nuance often missing from headline news. Meet the Press, Sundays at noon on The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. 
When news breaks, you'll hear it here first. Featuring a 24-hour newsroom and an award-winning news team. We are the Voice of Charleston. 580 WCHS. All right, that's going to do it for the first hour of the show. But we're just getting warmed up. We'll be here until 6 o'clock on Metro News Hotline. Let's take a break here for news at the top of the hour. Coming back on the other side with a look at the financial markets, a reset of our question of the day. Oh, um, have you heard about this? We've got another another WVU wide receiver in the transfer portal. We'll get into that. And we'll talk about the biggest stories in tech over the last seven days. This is Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. WCHSAM, 96.5 FM Charleston, 104.5 Cross Lane, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too. From ABC News. I'm Michelle Franzen. A CDC panel due to vote today on boosters for 12 to 15-year-olds. It's the latest age group Pfizer has requested for authorization. The Omicron variant throwing a wrench into the New Year calendar, fueling cases and overwhelming hospitals. The CDC now working to explain its latest guidance on isolation for those without symptoms. Five days of isolation followed by another five days of wearing a mask. That's the current recommendation from the CDC for asymptomatic people who contract COVID-19. After that... CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says testing alone doesn't put you in the clear. Meaning we can't tell how transmissible you are based on a positive or a negative test. 